to all my K-drama lovers out there, welcome to the K-drama cafe podcast. If there's anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining in. I'm your host, Sarai, and this is the K-drama cafe podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome, welcome, welcome. All are welcome here at the K-drama cafe podcast. If this is not your first time here, thank you again welcome back i appreciate it i'm so happy if you are back to hear more of my rant slash thoughts slash review slash uh fangirl just overall hearing my thoughts and my takes on all things korean drama so welcome or welcome back all right so on today's episode i will be going over the k-drama extraordinary attorney woo okay i posted a little bit on my instagram about it i just happened upon it it is not on my june watch list um i i came across it on instagram where you follow park and bin she posted some things and then i found out that it came on or was coming on so i decided to check it out and uh boy boy i i'm so glad i caught it on time that's all i have to say for now but yeah so on today's episode i'll be going over my first impressions my first thoughts on uh, extraordinary attorney woo starring the lovely park and bin and yeah i'll share you guys what my thoughts are so far and if i'm gonna continue watching if i'm gonna continue to watch it if i'm if i have any uh predictions on it you know all all the good stuff on initial reviews first impressions so let's get into it but before we get into it i gotta ask have you had your coffee today look okay this is we're we need coffee we need to be caffeinated before we get this rolling okay i had no idea okay first of all let me know if you guys are to like starbucks in general but for a while toffee nut was discontinued okay the the syrup or the flavoring of toffee nut was discontinued and toffee nut was a very important flavor in one of my favorite uh go-to drinks but apparently it's been back for the past i guess from the beginning of the year and no one told me anyway this isn't the point i'm not upset okay but my cousin told me as i mentioned before she works at starbucks she told me the toffee nuts back and it's funny because i mentioned it on my previous episode regarding matcha and adding toffee nut but it didn't click the toffee nut is back until i asked her dude toffee nut is back and she was like um it's been back girl including hazelnut <sighs> am i disappointed in myself yes because i'm so clueless and oblivious but anyway that's not the point the point is that toffee nut is back at Starbucks, and I finally did my go-to drink, my previous go-to drink, which was the ice, either an ice topia, which is two shots of espresso, or three shots of espresso over ice, 
two pumps of white mocha, one pump of toffee nut, and the milk of your choice. I always choose either soy milk or almond milk. Um, I love oat milk, but I feel like oat milk, I prefer it in different drinks. I don't like it much in my coffee because it's so thick and I don't like my coffee, my iced coffee at least. Maybe my hot coffee, maybe hot. But for ice, I don't like it too milky or too creamy. I just like a splash, a splash. So I either go for um, almond milk, which is really light. It's the lightest so far I've seen. Uh, or soy milk. Um, and sometimes, depending on which iced coffee I'm getting, half and half. But I, I ask for like the lightest of lightest of half and half like just give me a splash don't don't dunk it don't just a splash that's all i need because <laughs> then it's gonna make the whole entire thing until into like a horchata okay and i don't I, that's not what i want okay i want it dark um <laughs> i was gonna make a joke calm down it's be appropriate but anyways um yeah so toffee nut is back i have my go-to drink, which is the espresso shot three. Yes, it's not four this time. It's not four, trust me. Did I want four? Yes. So three shots of espresso. Usually you can just do two shots, it's fine. Three shots of, blah, 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 I can't talk. Three shots of espresso, two pumps soy mocha, one pump toffee nut, milk of your choice. I chose soy milk and boy, it, it hit the spot. From my last failure of the, Let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about the drink that I that let me down. It's fine. It happens. Maybe maybe the barista had a bad day, or maybe I well actually I did forget one crucial ingredient. Anyways, the point is this really hit the spot. Really exciting. Perfect for today's episode. So, anyways, yeah. Let me know what you guys are having. Do you guys like Starbucks? Do you guys have a Starbucks? I mean, I'm pretty sure, right? I don't know. What's wherever you guys are at, what is the place to go for coffee? What is a place to go? Let me know. And what's your go-to drink? I, I gotta know. I gotta try new things. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyways, enough coffee talk. Let's get into today's episode. I really was thinking about I, I was overthinking about whether I should do this episode because I was emotional when I watched the first the first 10 minutes of the show I was already crying and I didn't know I I, I didn't want to I don't want to touch on touchy subjects. I always want to make it fun, but I feel like my K this podcast may go into subjects like that. And I feel like the main reason why I wanted to do this podcast was to find friends, but to use it as an outlet um, for something that's very therapeutic for me. And it's my passion project i guess you know it's it's a very small podcast which i honestly do not mind it really is like my diary i just just talk and talk and talk <laughs> about this passion of mine that i've had for years and i just use it as an outlet for fun um and the reason why is because when i f- 
I don't know if I mentioned this in my very first episodes, but when I when I returned to the K-drama land, the K-drama world, when I hopped on that wagon again, when I jumped on the train, the incoming train of all things Korean dramas, um, it I was a real. It was during a really dark moment in my life. I know I'm going deep, but hear me out. I it, it was it was not a fun moment in my life, and you know my life. I don't again. I don't you know want to talk about my life and. I don't want to be woe is me or anything like that, but um, it, it uh, during the time that I started watching again, I, I was going through a really dark season in my life. Very, it was very, it was tough. It was rough. It was, I had my dark moments and um, not only that, but it, it was a very lonely time as well. I didn't have many people to reach out to as well at the moment at the time, um, especially because of COVID, uh, you know, the pandemic um, situation where we couldn't see people. But, 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 um, that is the same time where I came across Korean dramas again. And oh my gosh. It was so healing. It was so therapeutic. And it just, it just made me, it just reminded me like, hey, like, I have an outlet. I have something that I love, which is art in general. I, I, I don't know if I mentioned, but I am, I am a musician. And at the time I wasn't really doing any music or anything. I, I work at an office job. <laughs> of course you have to make money um you have to survive in this world but you know i i realized wow like how could i forget about this outlet that kept me going through these years this passion of mine of art and asian culture and the reason why i loved korean dramas was just the passion that it's brought in the quality of it even though a lot of it you know like some of it is like you you have your trope you have your cheesiness but i love it i love the work that these actors and actresses put in and the directors and the screenwriters and how much effort they put in and and everything and the details and i'm not saying that other um cultures don't do it it's just the way that this culture has done it has really truly resonated with me so far, you know, I've, I've watched different, um, I've watched different, you know, foreign films, it does not just Korean, like, like, I mean, foreign, like French, Spaniard, you know, I watched telenovelas, <laughs> I am Hispanic, I watched a variety of things throughout my life, but when it comes to animation, it's just, anime really hit, it's just hit home, and korean films and korean dramas korean shows like it really it just really resonated with me especially the way that they bring out certain topics um but it's not to say i don't like other shows i'm just saying this is just from my experience everyone has a different experience but the point is uh because i'm rambling um that when i did rediscovered it i i just found a new 
love for it and it just brightened my day a lot and it's just something that I'd look forward into and then it kind of brought life into me like you know what I have passions I have things that I like I am good at things you know and let me just use as an outlet and and then I thought of this podcast but um anyways yeah so the first drama that I watched again was a healing drama and it was the first I'm not gonna talk which one it is because I will talk about healing dramas in another episode trust me I will but during that time it was around 2020 yeah, around there 2020 2021 around there um oh my gosh like i think it was 2021 i don't know i heard of this term called healing drama and i have never heard of it and i heard this term and it just made so much sense and it's pretty much a type of drama that the topic or the premise has to do with mental health um usually it's either like i'm sorry excuse me almost i'm sorry almost burped um so it's it's pretty much like um let me see if i can find it yeah so it's pretty much like either it's the main character or or, sorry main character or main character's family or friends have either um may have a some kind of mental uh disability or they are going through some kind of um you know like depression anxiety or it's just like a chill slice of life style of drama like you know doesn't really have much of a crazy plot twist I, I can give you a perfect example of a healing drama for me at least which was the because it's my first life i think that's a good example it's just either either they have the topic of mental health in there or it's just a slice of life type of show that just brings out the realities the situational realities that happen and like how people go through it and stuff like that and it's just it yeah healing dramas i can name a good few that were for me i don't know i can't say if that's they're exactly that category but for me they were a healing drama i mean what isn't a healing drama for me to be honest i love i love them all but yeah so i feel like back into our main reason of this episode i feel like this show extraordinary attorney Wu, is going to be a healing drama you guys can disagree with me. That's okay. No problem. It's just my opinion from the first 10 minutes that I watched the show. I was like, mm, this is going to hit. <laughs> this is going to hit. And uh, yeah, if I'm. it's it's feeling that way. That's going to be a healing drama. And I'm looking forward to that. But let me know what you guys think of that. If you guys feel like it's gonna be the type of drama or not um let me know like i don't mind anybody disagreeing with me that's okay but for me i think for me personally why i am deciding to stick with it i'm just letting you guys know i will be continuing watching it of course um is because i feel like it's gonna be a healing drama from the 
so far four episodes have come out and it's just I think it's it's uh, it's it's getting there. But let me introduce you guys to Extraordinary Attorney Woo if you have not heard of it. Okay, it came out June 29th, so it's a Wednesday and Thursday drama. Um, and I watch it on Netflix. It's on Netflix, so if you guys are in the states, it's available. You don't need ExpressVPN. Um, but I'm pretty sure there's other things, other ways that it's available. But Netflix. Is your go-to okay so wednesday it comes out wednesdays and thursdays so far four episodes have come out it's a total of 16 16 um 16 episodes so the premise of this show if, if in case you have not heard about it i'm just gonna read it off of today we're doing let's do asian wiki let me read that to you guys okay so it says woo young woo <laughs> woo young woo played by park and bin is extremely smart and she also has autism spectrum disorder she never forgets what she sees but she lacks in social skills and empathy woo young woo begins to work at it as a trainee lawyer at a large law firm while working there she faces prejudice and irrationality against her but she solves cases with her own unique perspective and grows as a lawyer. So that's pretty much the entire premise. So far, we haven't seen any more plots and twists. I mean, I feel like there is one that I'm going to mention later. But over overall, it's pretty much about Wu Young Wu um, playing who's, you know, who's played title character played by the lovely and talented extremely talented park on bin she has not failed me okay let's let's take a moment to talk about park on bin okay because i feel like homegirl we'd probably be best friend i'm just kidding um <laughs> i don't know but, i mean maybe maybe but i with her why i don't like i'm all in if she whatever she plays so far i've only watched a few dramas from her but i feel like when she plays a part she gives it her all like i've seen like the the one the one before this one was the king's affection and i don't think anyone else would have pulled it off and trust me i have my favorite actresses and I don't think they would have pulled it off the way that she pulled it off because I feel like when it comes, okay, the King's Affection, she, if you guys have not watched it, she dresses as a man, hides her identity as a woman to save many people. It's a great one. Do I say, if you have not watched it, you guys better watch it. Like, do not skip on that one. It's a historical drama. I loved it. I watched it like two, three times already. Um, and it's just every time I watch it, I just, it never ceases to amaze me of the talent. And okay, yeah, I'm going to go off on a rant of this show and I need to relax. But um, yeah, she was in it. And I don't think anyone would have pulled it off the way she did. I watched Do You Like Brahms? And she was just so subtle but yet so powerful 
I don't even think she knows how to play violin in real life. Maybe she does. But I 100% believed her. I 100% believed that she was passionate about the violin. And that love story, jeez, like, she she killed it. And I think, what else have I watched her in? Um, I cannot remember. I've seen her in um, other... I think I've seen clips of her. But she's played from, like, Do You Like Brahms? To like a king and the king's affection, to sillier roles and to serious roles. Like she's a well-rounded actress. Is this a Park and Bin episode? I don't know. It's turning that way. Um, but yeah, she's amazing. Okay, she's amazing. And when it comes to this topic, I feel like I trusted her. I right before I watched it, I it's a touchy touchy subject because uh, i'll get into it later actually but when i found out it was about an uh, autistic attorney or an attorney that has autism i and 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 i was a little okay like a little worried because i don't know how the autism would be portrayed but then i found out she's gonna play it and i trust her with it and she did not fail that's all i gotta say that's all I gotta say. No, I'm just kidding. I have, I have more to say. Um, but yeah, so Park and Bin. First, at a first glance, I fell, I fell in love. Like she, um, she's not introduced right away. She's introduced as the uh, female lead, as the main character, as an adult. Um, but right off the bat, she's so endearing. See, she's so charming, and. I was just hooked right away just by little things, little details, the little details of how she's portraying this character. I was hooked. Now, what kept me even more hooked was our male lead, Kong Tae. Oh, you guys, have you, do you know who that is? Okay, he's oh, he's always played a secondary character or a side character or like an extra whatever it is he's he, i have not seen him play a lead and he played and i i knew he looked so familiar but when he came out i'm like dang that guy is so cute i mean <clears throat> excuse me that guy is so cute i'm just kidding he is so cute okay and i was like already like <laughs> i was already uh yeah, low-key, high-key, falling in love. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, <laughs> I was just kind of in it for him. He was so bright, if that makes sense. He was so bright when he's first introduced. Such a bright, vibrant character. And he himself, Kong Tae-ho, he, he's just like... <sighs> what can I say about him? He... He is a heartthrob. Like, legit, he, he's a heartthrob, I gotta say. He comes in, he's super sweet, super cute. It's just, he, 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 he's so charismatic, and his character is just so lovable. And not in a cringy way, not in a, like, well, he's a male lead, like, he's supposed to be lovable. He's just 
it's just who he is it's just great so i saw him at first glance and i was like okay he looks kind of familiar but i'm distracted at the fact that he looks so cute um well i found out that he is kangtigo and he's played in i think run on and what else the ones that i remember him most was from their run on and um my first first love and in my first first love he plays like a really silly character like you cannot take him serious he's so funny but there's a scene okay because he plays secondary but not that toxic he plays like so it's the main couple right the main the the main best friends the guy and the girl then it's him and it's the another friend that's a girl and they all live under the same roof i can't talk they all live in this, under the same roof for a, a period of time and obviously the main couple end up together but him and the other girl um they end up together and he's been so silly the entire time like very um he didn't seem like male um main lead material because he seems so you if you watch my first first love you you'll know what i'm talking about but there's this moment where him and the girl i forgot her name i forgot what her name was but she was so adorable as well um them two they fell for each other and i don't know where i think she left somewhere i don't know what but he there's this moment where he's not that i forgot the character's name but he flips it and he's not the character anymore and he's a legit like swoony heartthrob and in that moment when he i think what he did was he like told her he liked her or he i don't know what the scene was i hope maybe one day i could talk about it but yeah like she was trying to i cannot remember i'm upset i'm upset i just remember that there's just a switch it's a moment where it's not him being like his silly dorky self it's just a guy who likes a girl and he was just like a heartthrob he was like a he was the main lead at the moment it was just that one moment where he looks at her and he like looks at her lovingly and like pulled her in for a kiss i think or a hug and i was like oh he's not a goofy person he has potential to for main role status i knew in that moment i knew in that moment so when he when i saw him here i didn't recognize Nice him at first and then i finally realized who it was i was like ah see there you go and so far he's not disappointed man he is such his character his character um which is lee junho is so sweet he's such a he's i wish there were more people like that and i'm not talking about guys in general i'm just talking about people in general like he's just if only there were more people like that that's all i have to say he's just an all-around great person so sweet so swoony so cute he's great 
I love I love him. But yeah, so that's what the premise is. Those are our two main. I mean, the main lead is just her, but he's she's her. Looks like it's. I mean, I'm just gonna say he's the love interest, okay? And at first, when I first started watching it, my first impression was that okay, he's gonna be a really cool guy that she falls for and he probably won't notice her until maybe later or he'll probably see her as like oh you know someone that needs help or like someone that she knows has potential and is like a root for her but won't think of her in that way until maybe later or who knows no no my friend i was totally wrong i was totally totally sorry i got too excited i was totally wrong he um he hasn't expressed how he feels yet but you see gradually just by like second episode first second episode him like seeing her as more than just a person you know and it's just great like they have their the first uh this is not the first encounter but i think it's the second encounter so there's these revolving doors where she works at um and honestly i have issues with i honestly have trouble getting on those things too so i totally feel her um but yeah so on her first day of work um i think the regular doors are not working so she had to use the revolving doors and she had the first time they've encountered she was having issues you know using them and so he i think he stopped one of yeah he stopped it and so that she got in and then he helped her but i think the second time around he sees her and she's just like looking at the revolving door and he is so sweet he helps her out he kind of tells her like pretty much you gotta you gotta get the gist of it it's kind of like a rhythm type of thing just follow along and you'll be okay and he kind of like tells her like hey it's like a waltz and he starts like counting for her like a like a legit waltz like one two three one two three one two. and so they're just like they're counting and they go in together and it's so it's such a pretty scene it's such a pretty scene i i loved that scene i went to look at behind the scenes and i think i want to say it took a good almost a whole day to complete that scene but that scene was so beautiful i think right now no there's something in episode four that i like but in episode in that episode um that is one of my favorite scenes it was so well done so it was such a like it was so sweet and cute and kind of funny but at the same time somehow a little bit tiny bit romantic but in a subtle way it wasn't like overly done it was so it was so cute so their interactions um right off the bat were really really cute really sweet he's such a sweet person he's such a sweet person and um but yeah so that's pretty much my first impressions on that character i loved it so as I said before, when I read the synopsis, she is an attorney who, you know, is 
in the um, spectrum. And the way that this show starts, it just kind of introduces her and how um, her dad found out about her, just you know, about her being in the spectrum and how because yeah so he found that out and he was having trouble with her because she the main reason why she he took her to go see a doctor is because she was about i want to say five ish years old and she still um did not either could not or did not talk so because of that he goes sees a doctor and the doctor tells him hey she the reason why is because of this and so he finally understands and even though he's kind of sad and like you know he's he's sad about it because this is something that he wanted to hear about his daughter there comes a situation in the episode as she's a little girl where the dad is confronted by an older gentleman who accuses him of being a cheater with his wife um but later on in the episode we find out that he also has um dementia i believe alzheimer's no it was dementia so he was kind of like paranoid and you know he had he also had his own mental battles that he was fighting and one other thing was that he was very paranoid and um would you know hallucinate that his wife would cheat on on him with this man and so they go and they start fighting. And so she, uh, you know, William Wu freaks out and starts just like pretty much reciting the law. And so he, he, that's where we find out that the dad also was in law school, either is a lawyer or was going to be a lawyer, but he was for sure in law school. Looks at her with like the most, like just so like in shock, everyone's in shock and he's like what did you just say and she's just like pretty much reciting by through like by memorization his entire legal book or like legal textbook i don't know what to call it and so that's where they find out or where he finds out that she's brilliant at legality is that the right word at like law (laughs) sorry i'm not I don't know these terms, I'm sorry, but that's where she he finds out that he she's pretty much a genius when it comes she's a genius when it comes to the law. And she falls in love and is very passionate she falls in love with the law and she becomes very passionate about the law. And so that's how you see why she becomes later on an attorney. She sticks with that and she rolls with it, goes in onto it with high school college graduates be- graduates becomes an attorney and there's like this little um plaque on his, her father's restaurant he owns a kimbap restaurant it says korea's first autistic attorney woo young woo and that's how we find out that she how she became an attorney now we also learn about Wu Young Woo and how she loves like whales. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that they use whales for her as a, a um a thing that she like you know is obsessed obsesses over fixated on, um and it's just so uh, it's just so endearing. It's endearing. It's very very endearing, 
and um there's just you see kind of the little things about her what she's what she absolutely loves what her passions are and the type of person she is and how she deals with being you know trying to be a regular adult with you know being in the spectrum um we find out that she's um on the low end of the spectrum i believe not the high well she she's high functioning um she's high functioning in the spectrum and so when she goes into her job obviously there's skepticism because of that but she doesn't hide it and i think that's what i like so far about this show is that they don't try to hide that she has autism she just like she does like a disclaimer like i have autism but i love the law like just a disclaimer like she she's open about it and i i love that they don't try to hide it i really really love that i i really love that and i'll explain later why um she meets her new boss <laughs> um and finds out that her his ceo which is looking suspicious right now <laughs> for whatever reason um hired her and nobody knows yet but during these few episodes you find out that there's a possibility or there's a high chance that she either was involved with her dad or is just friends with her dad or they were just classmates we don't know we just know that they knew each other and she took you know young Wu on and hired her in her um law firm which is called hanbada i believe and yeah so the boss the direct supervisor named jung myun suk he kind of is a jerk about it and goes to her and says hey um i don't know if you know but she's this and she's that and he's she's like the ceo is like okay so what's your point um i trust that you will take good care of her and he's like um i don't know if i want someone like that in my team i don't know like can she like she's socially awkward she may be good you know she may memorize things but she's socially awkward how am i gonna bring someone to court like that and she you know the ceo's like well this is why i have you as these are not the word for word this is kind of like me paraphrasing but she she pretty much tells him like hey this is why you're a leader like get her to work and you'll see um and he's like okay fine let's get her into work and at first he's definitely reluctant and he was not nice but once he saw her hard work and how brilliant she was he starts softening up he starts softening up and i love it um i hope that i can see more of him and and how he'll take care of her and how he'll you know how they'll develop some kind of friendship some kind of you know you know boss employee type of friendship hopefully um i hope i get to see more of him so then you meet his the two other um attorneys that work under him the first one is Choi Su Young which is this female who used to work i'm sorry who used to go to school it's the same school as uh Young Woo and then we have Kwan attorney Kwan Min Woo who is a male attorney and he's interesting right now i don't know if i i don't know if i like him or not the first couple of episodes i did like him right now i don't know i don't hate him i'm more like trying to i'm trying to figure him out 
we will see but with these two there they were also reluctant with choice uh Seyun. she was kind of she was a bit um she was very she was pretty nice to her to uh, young woo but she complained because she felt like even through her the college year she's always she was always helping her and trying to you know try to help her out but at the same time like while she's helping her out young woo is like getting all these first prizes like winning he's like top of the class while she's over here like helping her out thinking like she needs like she needs she's she's in need she needs like the extra like i don't know extra help she's over here winning so she she was kind of she seemed a bit bitter um about that so she mentioned that but she's still helping her out like she doesn't stop from helping her out she's just kind of like she tries to ignore it she tries to kind of move on but she still goes back and help her helps her helps her out so even though this character had her moments of like ooh, i don't know what we should think about her at the same time she still does like she you know there's this one scene where young woo is having issues with this door again and as suyeon was about to walk away she turns around she just helps her out so i mean we'll see as far as kwon min woo he's an interesting character he doesn't seem to dislike her but it almost seems like he i don't know if he's jealous of her or what or I, we know that he's uncomfortable with the fact that she may be getting some kind of special treatment. She doesn't want to. And that could be seen as bad. But at the same time, I think he sees her. So what I can't decipher is if he sees her as an equal. So now like she's going to be his competition. Or if he just is like really mean. <laughs> really mean so i don't know which one it is i hope it's the first option and that's why they go you know head to head toe to toe uh with each other which is a fun dynamic even though he's such a jerk but it's kind of fun we will see we will see so the characters themselves like the ensemble it's a pretty good pretty good cast like I think they did really well with it. Um, no one is awkward. Everyone seems to be to work well well with each other. The dad is such a dad. I think they did a great job with him and how he interacts with her and just little things like when she asks him like how is it to be with an autistic person and he says things like you know very lonely. But he's kind of like <sighs> he's so mature. Like he doesn't let things. He understands. He understands that that's his daughter and he understands what, you know, what she's going through and like she he understands. Uh, you know, cuz he is a dad and he you know understands that she's not she has she's in the spectrum and it's not going to be the same as a regular person and he told even though he admits like hey it has been lonely but at the same time like he understands and he still loves her and is just happy when she like gives him the time of day (laughs) it's so cute so yeah so there's 
there's there's pretty good scenes like there's confused there's not confusing scenes the only thing that i'm confused about is the ceo because so far she's been cool but i'm not gonna give anything away but right now i don't know if she's all that cool because they showed a different side of her and i was confused and yeah so with the ceo um played by becky won ceo han sun young she seems really cool um she, i mean she hired young woo but watching the last scene of the the of episode four i'm not gonna say what happened but it just made it seem like she's either up to something or there's something we don't know i don't know so i don't know where that character is heading um but yeah like first impressions overall i loved it they have they had good chemistry i think and i liked how you can see the shift between they felt uncomfortable with her being in the team or them just kind of like rolling their eyes and just you know like oh like she's i mean what are you gonna do and then they you see a shift as you know the more that they interact with her and get to know her there's a shift of you know instead of them like feeling comfortable or them like thinking they have to walk around you know shells walk on eggshells for her they start being more comfortable with her treating her more normal getting used to you know things that you know getting used to her and you know the things that she the quirks that she has and stuff like that and the habits that she has as well um because of her you know her autism they start getting used to her and just treating her like more normal and like having her in conversation and they become a team they're starting to become like actual work mates which i i like um there's some scenes where you know you you know with like kwan <laughs> attorney kwan but you can see all around like you know jung Min suk really starting to care for young woo and like Choi Soo young like she you know at first was complaining about her but she's still there she really is like she hasn't i mean has she talked bad about her she may have looked down on her or talked like just complained but at the same time she's still there helping her and i think that's nice and i feel like they're gonna who knows maybe they'll explore more of that the last character i want to mention i have to mention <laughs> is young woo's bestie best friend which is dong gurami played by ju hyun young and i'm so happy that they put her in because she she makes attorney young woo a normal person she's a normal person she's just a person a young young adult female who is an attorney trying to handle her job but at the same time trying to live regular life and we have her friend who kind of brings her to that normality of like hey like i'm just a regular late the girl in my late 20s and i have my friends and i like hanging out with her and like spending time with her have my own <laughs> handshake with her and uh yeah so cute i love it i love the fact that they th you know they added her in there her she's like 
she when she is added onto the scene she's so natural like she's just she's just adds like i don't know is she a scene a scene a scene i can't talk is she a scene stealer i don't know but their dynamic is so adorable so funny she's great i love her character i'm glad they added her in i'm glad that she's a part of it i'm glad because um she knows more than Wu young woo because there's a part in the last episode where she sees how oh my gosh i gotta tell you guys about this so there's a there's a scene or there's a portion of an episode where um dong gurami needs assistance with you know with legal stuff for her family so she seeks out Woo young woo and Woo young woo at the moment she was not working as an attorney because she didn't feel like she was adequate because of or her um being in the spectrum so she's like you know what i know someone that can help you um just go to my old workplace and go talk to junho and she's like okay so she goes and he's she's like how am i supposed to know who that is like out of all these guys and she's like it's the guy who's like tall and like he's really handsome and then so she's looking and there's two people there's two guys that she sees and uh, yeah one of them is junho and the other one is attorney kwan and it's so funny because she's once she says oh he's handsome she automatically looks at attorney kwan and totally does not even like she totally like just ignores junho it's so funny so she goes up to him and she's like junho and then he's like um who or not who but like um are you, you why are you looking at me and so junho's like oh did you need something and then he look. she looks at him like you're the you're the good okay there must be something there because she thinks you're the good looking one <laughs> and yeah so from there you see like she catches on quick she catches on quick on how he is with her how he treats her and how he thinks about her and she's like oh there's something going on here and it's adorable but at the same time hilarious because Wu is obviously she's gonna be clueless but she could tell that she's she could tell that her friend is has a it's is starting a liking and she could tell that he is also like developing something so i love her because literally that's me among my friends i'm sorry i just got a notification on my phone vibrated um but yeah okay so <laughs> yeah so it's pretty much me among my friends i try to ship people together or i always know i i'm the one who always know who's likes who or who has a crush on who or sometimes they'll tell me and they ask me to keep the secret um so that's me so i was like oh man i can relate to her and it's hilarious it's hilarious because both of them are clueless and i know everything and it's hilarious <laughs> so that's why i really liked her she's fun she's gonna be fun i'm hoping that she's gonna you know be more more added on i cannot wait for that i'm looking forward to that um but pretty much other than that this show is um the the main premise of of this show is about her about wu young wu um you know living uh with this disorder and being an attorney you know and um working at this law firm with these other people who you know didn't really believe in her and, and slowly you're starting to see 
her capacity and her you know the fact that she's actually brilliant at this and she's actually really good at it it's just her social skills she's learning she's learning and it's super it's super sweet i love it and that's the main premise and from there each episode um it's case by case so each episode we tag along on different cases that she goes through and i like it because all of them you learn something new she's learning so you're pretty much on a journey with her so if you don't know like like the the format of like the episodic format or like yeah like the fact that it's going by case by case per episode if you don't like that i say still give it a shot because if you go into it for your own entertainment i don't know if you'll catch it i I don't know if you'll i don't know if you'll like and thoroughly enjoy it to its full potential but if you go in it with like this is i'm this is a journey of attorney Wu, and i'm here to go on this journey because she has a lot to learn obviously and i feel like in each episode she learns things and she's learning more about the real world like she's not um living in a you know naively at home and doing nothing she's out and i think that's so important because a lot of like sorry (laughs) a lot of um you don't a lot i (sighs) a lot of autistic people don't have this opportunity and not they don't have an opportunity as well to to for people to i guess give them a chance to try and be taken seriously you know especially you know i'm talking about people who are high functioning you know and stuff like that who are brilliant but they struggle with social social cues and things like that but um we see here that she gets to interact with other people in the cases she's learning things like she is a genius and she's so good at her job at the same time she realizes when she does a mistake and she kind of learns from it and it just broadens up everything for her and i like seeing that i like seeing that exposure in these episodes with her so i'm looking forward to see what else she's gonna learn and how she's going to develop as an attorney and then also the other um kong like how her and him where that friendship is gonna lead i am so excited so far there's just been super sweet super sweet scenes with them love love him love him love him love love him um but so far he's such an understanding guy if anyone were to like if she were to end up with anyone he is the perfect guy because he's just trying to understand her and i love that i absolutely love that and he's curious about her and so she's obsessed with whales right and 
and i'm sure if you guys have seen like on social media like the clips where he tells her like because people tell you know people tell her like don't do well talk if it's not necessary like refrain from well talk and so she's like that and he's he tells her like um well you 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 know we if you want to talk about wells like you do it with me and then you know like she take she takes that up she she takes that offer (laughs) and so there's this one scene where he asks her have you seen a whale in person and she's like no and he shows her a huge picture portrait of a sperm whale i think a whale in a conference room and she was so mesmerized she was so like almost in tears and he was watching her like so so captivated is that the right word so captivating these scenes are just so beautiful i love i love the way and he he really does take care of her it's so sweet so that's pretty much it for my first impressions now i'm gonna go in the deep dive on why i cried so when i first watched this the first episode i was really hooked because i'm just gonna the reason why this is a touch the i i mentioned that one of my all-time favorite dramas ever ever is it's okay not to be okay and in that drama there is also an autistic person um in that in that show and the reason and that's one of the reasons why i fell in love because of how relatable it was to me so i have um i'm just gonna go deep if anyone cares but i have um a person in my life that is in the spectrum high functioning but is in the spectrum and when i first watched the first 10 episodes i was like oh i she did so well like she did i she i could see how the teeth the details that she put in like even even the writers and directors like there's this scene at the beginning where she goes on the train and how she's being overstimulated and the way that they portray that is just so well done mind you like again i have someone in my life that i grew up with who who's in the spectrum and i worked with i never not as a therapist or anything but like i worked in like admin finance department of like of department of like the uh therapy for for autistic kids so i worked in there but i i seen them i talked to them i i also you know used before the pandemic to teach uh piano and and voice and stuff and and you know i i you know taught kids and like i i i was around you know a lot of autistic kids but specifically mm, the you know the person that i grew up with and so i was very enthralled i was very like oh my gosh she and she they just did so well and the details 
and you know how she doesn't look at people's in the eyes and how she's socially awkward and how she's obsessed with whales which i love the fact that these whales so cute um and you know the way she interacts with people and things like that i think they did such a great job i think they really um handled it very delicately and respectfully i think so far i mean i don't know what you guys think but that's what i felt and i was very emotional because she is she you see this young woman who you know has this struggle and you see how everyone around her has just struggles so hard to communicate with her and the same for her like she's just communicating she's not thinking about whether people are understanding she's just doing what she can and it's just like it it reminded me it just hit so hard to home because this person in my life like i was the only person i don't want to um just for like privacy purposes i mean i'm you guys could probably figure out who it could be but um this person in my life i you know it, it was difficult because because i i don't know if it's because of my culture but i am hispanic and it was very hard growing up because it was not addressed it was very much ignored and they had issues with him when it comes to communication and i it was hard for me because the only person that he would really like either listen to or really communicate well with or anything like that was me because i took the time i took the time to not just take care of him but to figure out how he communicates and i think this is not a lesson i'm not a pro please like disclaimer 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 but from my experience having a family member if you ever encounter someone who has autism like um i think the most important thing is learning how they communicate learning how they communicate because a lot of the times we try to throw and this is from my own experience a lot of the times my parents my family members try to kind of throw in and apply how they communicated and they would get frustrated because you know he would not understand and to me it was like no he can't he, you can't go about it that way you because it's just that you got to figure out how else how he communicates you know and uh it was very rough <laughs> very rough but <clears throat> when i saw this i was so emotional because i thought of like you know the struggles <sighs> the struggles and i saw how she lived a reg even though she had her difficulties she lived a regular life she just found ways to assist in her you know you know overstimulation and like uh, issues with social cues and her learning like there was things that she would use to help her with that and it just and the fact that she's living a normal life you know 
interacting with people and people are interacting her in a way that's normal i know there are some scenes where like other people would be rude to her but it was just such a just a breath of fresh air it's just someone who's in the spectrum who just went through college was brilliant at it a genius goes into a law firm and becomes an attorney like is interacting with different people and things like that she's learning like that was that gave me so much hope i know this is just a story i know it's just a drama. i know it's just a k-drama but it was just so hopeful for me because you know a lot of the times people these you know people are looked down on and they don't are they are not treated as as they have the capacity to live a normal life and that's why they don't have that much opportunity and it's really sad and so i look at my family member and he's doing okay like he's high functioning he's you know he i wish that he could have lived his full potential because he was so brilliant like he was also upset he's obsessed with dinosaurs like you you he will name you like any even animals like you there's animals that i've never heard of and he'd be like oh you mean the blah 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 i'm like what in the world you know all dinosaurs he'll name you he'll name you he'll tell you which era what like it's just yeah it was great i loved it i loved it growing up and um you know he i wish that if i just guess i was emotional because i i i wish he had that opportunity too so that he could reach his full potential but he's doing fine <laughs> he's doing fine um but i just think about him a lot he's yeah i'm not gonna go into detail and this is for privacy per- private privacy person i'm gonna leave it at that but yeah if you guys <laughs> cared or wondering that's the reason why i started crying because i started thinking about that and I started thinking about other people that i know with you know that are in the spectrum and like people that i worked with and it was just like this is so nice because it's like it it just exposes it it just brings out it to the it just brings it to light and as years go by things were so different when i was young and now things are being exposed more as i'm getting older things are getting you know brought up to the light and like you know this is becoming normal and i am here for that so (laughs) i'm so sorry i didn't mean to i mean kind of did but i didn't mean to like you know be a debbie downer like i just wanted to share why i got really emotional and why why i um (laughs) why i'm gonna call this a healing drama it's okay not to be okay was such a healing drama for me I related so much to the main character. Um, I related to both characters. I will talk about this show for sure. I I will. I will. You just wait. Just 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 be patient. I will. But I related to the main character Comunion, who had a personality disorder. Not the personality disorder part, but like different issues that she went through. Um, and then with um you know Kante like the fact that he oh gosh there's so much to unpack there but I 
the he was the, he was the, actually I'm the okay I need to stop <laughs> he I just I just I just related to him so much and um but yeah so I went off on a rant but you guys don't miss out on this one do not miss out on this one this is a very slice of life episodic um very there's some comedy in it there's like it's so endearing do not miss out on it i i'm gonna recommend it i'm obviously it's not done episode five is coming out um episode five and six are coming out this week don't miss out you guys gotta watch it you guys probably won't cry like i did but you you guys will definitely enjoy it every aspect of it so lighthearted. It touches really good subjects. She, you, you just go on a journey with her, and you're, you, you get to learn about, you know, people in the spectrum, and you get to learn different things. And it's, she's just doing a remarkable job. And everyone else in the, you know, in the cat, uh, you know, in the casting, it, it was great. Story in general the directing the way they incorporate whales and when she has like a brainstorm like it's just so well done i love it i feel like they really handled it really delicately i don't have anything bad to say so far i don't have anything negative at all um i'm very excited to see what's next what's coming up i cannot wait to see how you know kong Ho and young um, well park and but well sorry the legion who and woo Wu how they develop and um you know supervisor or the you know head attorney myung suk can't wait for him and like the other two and i'm really excited i feel like i don't have much to say on what i'm looking forward to just the development of those characters in general i feel like they're giving hints about her mom i don't know if they said that she's dead or not but they're giving hints about her mom i don't know i don't know i don't know what's going on but i just know that they there might this is this this so far is slice of life so far case by case but it looks like there might be something that they're gonna reveal as a plot twist and um we'll see i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to it but let me know if you guys watch this if you guys are watching it if you guys are planning or if you guys are not if you guys disagree that's totally okay but i say watch it watch it watch it watch it catch up on it check it out and i will be watching episode five and six I'm so excited as the time goes by. I cannot wait to see what unravels, what unfolds. And I will be doing a final review of this one as well. I think I'm going to completely love it overall. I think so. I haven't finished it. But so far, I get so happy. Like, I rewatched the first two episodes because I just was so happy about it. And I cannot wait. But I hope you guys didn't, like... I'm so sorry if I went too deep on my personal life, but I just I just want you guys to understand why I was very emotional with this show and uh, in a good way, in a good way, okay, not a bad way. Um, but I hope you guys can relate in some way. If you guys don't, that's totally okay. Let me know what you guys think. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you guys have not been caffeinated, go get yourself a cup of 
iced coffee for me if you are driving please drive safe if you are at work i hope you guys have a wonderful day at work and if you guys are students you better count your days because fall is coming i'm just kidding no have a wonderful summer have a great great day you got this we got this we all got this thank you so much for joining me here at the k-drama cafe podcast